This is a 48 Minutes Emergency Podcast. What's up, everybody? Happy surprise emergency podcast today here on At Large Bid, here on the 48 Minutes Basketball Network. Uh, I am Tim Daniel, hanging out, as always, with Taylor Bergfeld. And this one, it's a little... It's tough. All right, so... You know, the news comes out today that Xavier and head coach Travis Steele have mutually agreed to part ways. I was literally 10 feet away from Travis Steele last night in a post-game press conference at midnight after they played Cleveland State in the NIT. And now he is no longer the coach at Xavier. Um, And Taylor, you know, there's so many different angles we can take here. Uh, But I think the obvious one is, you know, the pattern told the story in and of itself. Um, you know, in his four years there, he was 70 and 50. He didn't play in it. His team did not play in an NCAA tournament. Um, apparently, you know, they say that had they not had the season canceled in 2020, they would have been in. I don't have anything to show that's accurate or, pr- or proof of it, but they also kind of had a rough stretch at the end of that season as well. Didn't they lose uh, to DePaul? You were at that game, right? Yeah, that was the last game that finished before COVID. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, last season, they beat number 10 Seton Hall. Was it Seton Hall? No, it was Creighton. One of the whoever was top number 10 at the time. Yeah, it was Creighton. And then they kind of fall apart from there, losing the first round to Butler this year, losing the first round to Butler, win two games in February. Um, and you're playing in the first round of the NIT in front of what they said was eleven hundred people, but is was definitely not eleven hundred people. I was there. Uh, we all kind of could have stood up and said something about ourselves. That's how many people were there. Um, but you know. For me, the way I'll put it is like I grew up in this world of being in the you know this these past five years, uh, being credentialed Xavier. You know, it's my favorite place to work a game. I absolutely love being around the program, and I wouldn't know if I would say Travis and I were friends by any means. Like, but I think we had a great you know professional relationship, and you know I grew as a journalist with Travis Steele as the head coach at Xavier. So like now it's like this thing's over like Paul Scruggs. I've been on the beat as long as Paul Scruggs has been at Xavier. And now like there's a world where whatever happens in their next game, whether it's Iona or Florida, if they lose, I never cover a Paul Scruggs game again. So it's just a crazy, crazy turn of events. And just kind of curious as the outsider looking in the non Xavier fan here, just kind of your thoughts on how you see it, especially someone who covers college basketball is around as much as you are. Yeah, I mean the. I have friends like you and others that are that are Xavier fans, and I think I'm more looking at it as a negative light of it. With Steele, is that the pattern, like you said, has not been acceptable, and many Xavier fans are frustrated with him and say, "Hey, man, he's got to go," and blah blah blah. But they, I don't think they truly believed it was going to happen. I thought he'd get another year, especially with the recruiting class that he has coming in. Um, and we'll touch on that obviously here um, in a bit, but. Yeah, man, I, it's, I don't think we're in an era of college basketball where you're going to get that short of a leash anymore because especially with uh, – and Xavier's by no means a mid-major or anything like that, but um, and they're a power six program. And if you're not succeeding in three or four years, once you get your guys in there, and especially in today's world of the transfer portal where you can pick and choose you know, kids who go in there, um, it, it's really hard not to produce – you know, Villanova two national titles um, during – during um, Travis Steele's, well, not his tenure, but around there, you know, while Steele was on staff. Like, so the Big East produces winners, and Xavier, this year, we, I thought we were finally breaking it. I'm like, this is his breakout I year. I thought it was going to be a good year for him, but just to watch them slowly, like, you know, creep down or struggle down the stretch, it's baffling. Um, 
people who were mad about the selection Sunday, like, listen, you can't win one game in 30 days and it be Georgetown and have any right to say you should be in the tournament. Right. But however many good wins you had aside, like recency bias is a thing and the committee looked at it. Right. But that's a whole other story. That's a, that's just kind of diving into this year. The overall outside look of it, Xavier's a great job, and it's been a great job because guys like Bad Mata, because guys like Sean Miller, because guys like Chris Mack have made it that way. And I think the next hire, which we'll get into, needs to be someone to bring that back, and there's a clear choice. So that's where I'm at with it. I don't think – I think Steele – it's hard, man, because he was an assistant at Xavier forever, and yeah. then he got his first girl job at Xavier, so – as for Travis Steele, the head coach, I still think he can be successful. It's just, I don't know if it's going, I mean, it's definitely going down a tier. And a mid, like I could see him in the Missouri Valley, like crush it for a few years and then maybe get another power five job. But I think it's a little while before we see him again on a head coaching line. And we'll make sure we make mention of this just so, you know, if anyone's keeping up with it, um, Jonas Hayes has been named the interim head coach while Xavier does their search. Um, and you know, Mo Egger, who's a good buddy of mine, um, you know, he tweeted earlier that you don't make this move while you're still playing if you don't have someone in mind. And we're going to get to that obviously. Um, but you know, like I said, like, you know, getting to know these guys, like this sucks. Um, obviously you, I wanted Travis Steele to work out so well, cause I don't think it's a lack of coaching ability. I really don't. Um, I yep. think he knows basketball. I think he's really passionate about basketball. Um, the conversations I've had with him over the years, like I've he's learned intense. so much. He's very intense. Um, Not in a bad way. Just like his answers. No. Like when you ask him something, it's like, it, it's very nice to see because a lot of coach speak and a lot of coaches in press conferences, especially after losses, it's get me the hell out of here. I'm going to say what I have to say, answer your question in as short as possible. But like, and you've mentioned this to me off, you know, not just in passing the, when you ask Travis Steele a question, he like lasers in on you and focuses and like, it's a direct answer. And he's like answering your question through and through. Right. Like, and that's yep. all you can ask for, like with, with, with what we do and it's very fun. But um, yeah, I think the basketball mind of Steele is fine. I just think there's not, I wouldn't say the culture issue. I don't like, I don't know what it is. Right. It's just, sometimes it's not a good fit. Right. Like, and it's just, that's how it is. I, my biggest thing is like, I was reading some of the reports from Rick Roaring, who ended up breaking the um, breaking the news. You know, shout out on, Rick in the break the news. Big yeah, for him. I was on the um, the two four seven board, the Musketeer report, kind of reading some stuff on there, and you know how fan message boards are in general. But there's some you Ooh, can get some good pieces. That one. Right, you can get some good pieces of information um, on there, based just like you can kind of read between the lines. The fact that the search was happening before the Big East tournament hits exactly with what you just started like started this topic with that, and what Mo said that you don't start actively having reaching out to a search or you know a firm when unless you have somebody in mind and that somebody in mind is who we can get into next but it it's one of those things like if you have a guy that you're kind of on the fence about and you're starting to look at a searching firm like a coaching firm you know he's not going to be around no matter if they would have beat butler or not yeah absolutely so real quick i mean we're going to obviously talk and focus on one name in particular but i do want to kind of get into some of the guys who have come up uh, just to be fair. Sorry, I I, I kind of immediately derailed that. Jonas Hayes, yes, he is the interim coach right now through the rest of the NIT, correct? He is, he, and then it looks like um, it looks like you know from the discussions that you sent me, Mike White has a lot of interest, and this is just rumors. This isn't me yep. reporting anything. Uh, has a lot of interest in bringing Jonas Hayes back to Georgia to be his lead assistant. Which and think, you and I had that conversation. We thought Jonas Hayes might actually be the head coach of Georgia like, a I few think days that's, ago. 
best for everybody involved, right? Get him yeah. back to Georgia, Georgia guy, along with White, good recruiter. He can help Mike White in the SEC and can kind of give Xavier a fresh start here. Now, the assistance I would keep is Danny Peters. I think Danny Peters will stay at Xavier. I Yes. If it's the, if it's the um, coach I'm thinking it is, he will stay. He will stay. Yeah. So, so. here's some of the names that have come up, just yeah. so we can kind of clear them all. Uh, Matt McMahon from Murray State's obviously come up. Would be a great um, hire. He's probably – he's got to be getting circles in some of these SEC jobs that are opening up slash um, – like I could see him at Missouri, South Carolina, and LSU. But you run the risk of looking at Steve Prome, right? Went from mm-hmm. Murray to Iowa State. Um, Ohio Valley was down a little this year, but they throttled Belmont a couple times. So, sorry, I don't need to give a coaching profile for everybody, but I love no, Matt McMahon. Good. I thought he should have got the Louisville job. I which do you want to talk about that before we get out here today? at the end? Yeah, we, yeah, we, we can, can touch on it. Yeah. Um, another name that's come up that was really interesting was um, Andy Kennedy from UAB. No one's reported interest, but that was a lot of the things that was going around the Xavier fans discussing today. Um, obviously, UAB had a really good year this year. They were 27 and seven. I don't know if that. Yeah, I don't know if that could work. I liked Andy. I do, too. I, I think. Listen, Ole Miss has not been good since he left. And he was fine at UC. That was just a bad, like an athletic director who did not want him. Yeah. And then the other name I just wanted to real quick touch on before we get and talk about the biggest one, obviously, is uh, Dennis Gates of Cleveland State has come up quite a bit. Um, as Rick Browering and I discussed last night, we don't want to hear about culture 85 times a press conference. And we also don't want to see the clear mask. That That is... I am all for being safe I, and taking care I of yourself, clue, but that I is saw the clear masking thrown, getting spiked on the ground last night. Now that was a call that he probably, I would have probably spiked my mask too. Honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was bad, but yeah, he's got no shot. Like I, <laughs> I have no problem saying like, no, nah, he's all right. He's not coming to savior. That leads yeah. to the big one, the white whale, I guess you can call him. So I'll let you say, talk about that one. So Sean Miller's name has come up quite a bit as a potential conversation piece of maybe returning to Xavier. Um, I know a lot of people have thrown out Chris Mack, but from everything I understand, Chris is happily going to retire and enjoy his time for a few years. Had it been another year, two years, Chris Mack probably would come back. Fresh off a resignation or firing, he needs time away. A year, two years away. Yeah, and you know that's a that's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure on Mack if he does come back, and also if Sean Miller ends up coming back, but. That's a lot of pressure on Mac, whereas Sean Miller at least has had some time away to reflect and learn. Yeah. And Sean's always spoke glowingly about the Xavier program. It's yeah. never been a thing like where he left and he didn't like it. And I've he looked, had I've, to, he had to take the job. He had to take Arizona. It was Arizona. Yeah. Right. I mean replacing replacing Lute Olson, like come on. I and, at, so here's where we had a conversation before we started recording or went live. The how many times have you seen a look at Steve Prome, right? I, I, I'm mm-hmm. bringing him up, right? But he left Murray State super successful, goes to Iowa State, fails. He's not going to come back to Murray State because they have their next guy and the, the program moves on. Right. Sean was fired at Arizona, not because of basketball, like the on-court product. His on-court product was freaking awesome. Like yeah. NBA players and Elite Eights and Sweet just 16s being right. And... I mean, he's, he's on the doorstep of two Final Fours. Like, and the. At Xavier, he was on the doorstep of the Final Four. Right, and that's where I'm at with just this. Like him, I had a conversation with a guy at work today that he was like, "Do you really think you would come back?" And he's like, "How many times have you seen a guy leave a program and then come home?" Right, like, but like this is different. It's different. He's had years it's away. Different. It's. I think he'd be 
I think it's the clear one A, and it's like F is the next letter. Like he is the hire. Um, there are some things they need to work out, but I think hiring him, Xavier's the top two team in the Big East next five years, and on. It certainly seems like it makes a lot of sense. Um, and look, you know, if anyone wants to act like there hasn't been like hushed conversations about this, I'm not saying with the school. So I'm not again. This is not me reporting anything. Um, yeah, that name's come up quite a bit. It's come up basically since he left Arizona. It's come up since Xavier struggled. And it's come up with the fan base, too. It's not just it's, it's yeah, everybody. The Bring fan base Sean. has been... Bring back Sean, right? Yeah, has been very passionate about the idea of Sean coming back here. And, you know, like you said, like, we're not talking like... I didn't love how Sean left. I understand why he left. But um, it was definitely disheartening coming off the, you know, the game against Pitt in the Sweet 16. And all of a sudden, two days later, he's at Arizona. But that's before I really understood what college basketball was. Like, you have to, and, th- and now you understand it now because fresh off not having a head coach the day before the tournament, if they don't have one by the end of next week, recruits are leaving. Yeah. You got to get somebody exactly. in there today to start talking to those recruits to continue to re-recruit them. Well, you also mentioned, you know, the transfer portal is such a big deal now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for them, um, look, Jack Nungy has been tremendous for Xavier. He's got a couple years left of eligibility still because of his injuries in the COVID year. Yeah. Before the final four, you need a head coach. Yeah. I'm that's being generous before the sweet 16, you need a coach because yeah. teams start losing this weekend. They're in the portal Monday. Mm-hmm. They will be in the portal Monday if they lose tomorrow or Friday. Yeah. And you know, you got to keep your guys in, you got to keep your Jack Nungies. You got to keep your yep. Colby Jones. You got to keep your Dewan Odoms. Yep. Um, that's not to say, you know, we just saw this last season when Wes Miller took over for John Brandon a lot of those guys entered the transfer portal and a few of them came, came back. back. Yep. Uh, and that's not to say that couldn't happen here too. Um, but yeah, I think you got the players have to do what's best for them. Sure. And that's what they're going to do. They're going to imagine being a player and you lost your head coach, a guy that recruited you, a guy that built a report with your family. Like now you're going to be like, I'm not sticking around because now you're going to get re-recruited by Xavier. And then you might as well open up your door to hear other programs. Yeah, absolutely. And what Xavier fans need to realize and like, this is with any college basketball program. When you're when you lose your head coach, Hubert Davis is a different story because he was on the staff, and so was Travis Steele on the staff. It's really easy to keep him because Steele and Hubert were recruiting for right. said team before they took over the team. But when you have a whole new coach, whole new program, whole new culture, all that, it doesn't matter about the recruits that you already have in the bag. It's about the future, and if it's down year, it's a down year. Like I don't know what to tell you. You need to buy into the investment of okay. If we do get X head coach. In three years, it's fine. Next year doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter. And if you do bring in Sean Miller, I promise it'll be a better. It'll be a better year next year. I promise. He's that good of a head coach. I I, I agree. Um, yeah. And like you said, like everything that happened with him was not on court stuff. Um, it's certainly up in the air. Whatever came out of that, and I'm not here to speculate on any of that. But I mean, this is also a guy, and you can make the jokes here. I'm sure they'll come. That those years at Arizona, like he was pulling in and out top ten recruiting classes every year at Arizona. Laura Morgan and Raleigh Hawkins, uh, Derek Williams. I mean, loaded. Yeah, yeah. DeAndre Ayton, Ayton um, yeah, Parker Jackson, Ayton. Cartwright. Like, yeah, you know, really good players. And I know he beat Xavier one point in the tournament. He lost to Xavier one point in the tournament. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think Sean Miller makes a ton of sense. Um, I know. You know, the fan base has talked quite a bit that he was at the UConn game and it was well known that he was going to be in attendance and he was going to sit in a suite because he didn't want to be a distraction to the current team, um, all which you should do. great. All. Yeah. All things you should do. Um, 
But, you know, I think I'm sure, you know, Sean being Sean and, you know, knowing what he did there, I'm sure that's definitely interesting to him. Um, I don't have a personal relationship with Sean. I've never talked to Sean, but I can't imagine him not seeing this and like having some interest of being there again. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of good memories, right? Like it made him, it gave him his big payday and made him who he is. Like, and and that resonates with people. He personally moved back to Cincinnati. Like these are all things that now, if you're on the steel side of this, you're looking at like, man, this plan was like, it's like it's underneath your nose the entire time. You didn't even see it coming. Like it feels that way. It probably isn't, but there's a case that could be made that like, it's kind of happened right underneath, you know what I mean? Happened right underneath of them. But um, yeah, I think well, it's Sean. You know, Miller. there was there was one Sorry. point that Travis, before John Brandon got the job in Northern Kentucky, Travis interviewed for Northern Kentucky. Wild. I mean, right. Steel would probably be elsewhere if he was already at Northern Kentucky. You know what I mean? Because Mac would. Yeah. Like, it's, a, it's a small world. I do think there's a world where Steel comes back as Butler's head coach in like four years. That'd be but, fun. I would love yeah. to see him every year again. Yeah. That'd be, uh, that'd be a nice little thing. But yeah, that's where I'm at. I think it'll be exciting times um, to be following it, to kind of keep up with it. I think it's not a, a known secret, but I think it's just a, uh, there's a lead candidate, right? And if Miller says no, then it gets real fun because then you don't, don't know who's going to be the head coach. But I think for now, like, I think all signs point to Sean Miller and it's a home run hire for Xavier. That's where I'm yeah. at with it. We'll see. I hope so. I mean, I hope to see how it turns out. Um, you know, obviously with all the openings that we have right now throughout the country, there is a lot we, of rumbling. We can touch on these a couple of them. There's yeah, LSU uh, just fired uh, Will Wade. Yep. Um, and uh, as a six seed, and and I didn't realize that in his um in his contract there is a if they get another level one violation, he has there's no just cause. Like that is the just cause to be fired. So the board with you know bringing in a new athletic director, bringing in a new football coach, it's just like okay. But I think LSU basketball will plummet now. I don't I think they care anymore. Um, South Carolina is open after Frank Martin is fired. Um, I think the guy from Furman um, is a, head, a, a great, great candidate for that. They just lost out on Gigi Jackson, the number one recruit. They kind of were trying to push him to reclassify to maybe save Frank Martin's job, but tough pool. Um, Missouri's open after DeConzo Martin's fired and Maryland. Frank Martin open. went to the final four. Can we just go make mention that he went to the final four at South Carolina one time? Darius Thornwell and PJ Dozier. And Chris Silva, three NBA players. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. I think he's a fine coach. I don't particularly love what he does on and off the court, but I think he's yeah. a good coach. So, um, and the last one, the first job that came open this year, Maryland. Um, there looks like they're zeroing in on a guy you're connected to, um, a fan of, sorry, Mike Bray. Yeah. Um, which we can have like 62 year old that struggles to recruit at Notre Dame is, is the worry that you know, um, Maryland fans have, but I'm, uh, I think he's a good basketball mind. You just got to surround yourself with good recruiters to recruit the DMV because there's so much talent in Maryland and Virginia to, to bring in there. And then last but not least Louisville. Yeah. Uh, Sounds like it's officially going to be Kenny Payne announcing tomorrow at 10 a.m. Good for them. I'm stoked for Kenny Payne. Shouldn't have been him. Who do you think it should have been? Eric Busselman or Eric Musselman, Kevin Willard, I don't know, man. I'm speaking coming from a guy with a head coach with zero head coaching experience. When you know what you got on the other end, it's nice sometimes. But we're in the year of hiring within the family. That's where we're yeah. at college basketball right now, which is fine. Yeah. Kenny Payne, Kenny Payne, I think makes recruiter. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, can't wait for Cal versus Kenny Payne. Exactly. Those are going to be Louisville, awesome. Louisville and UK fans are going to butt heads, but Kenny Payne and Cal will 
not give a shit. They'll laugh it up and chop it up. So yeah, Eric Wood will probably have some more funny videos that'll leak where he's celebrating. I still can't believe Chris Mack didn't work out there. I know. If you like, let's talk about this with someone the other day. Let's go back to like 2019. You're told that in within a year, Chris Mack's going to Louisville and Mick Kern's going to UCLA. Who do you predict fails and who do you predict succeeds? Right. You know, like, you're saying, oh, Mick's done in two years. Getting a payday going out to UCLA. Nope. And he's got a final four last year. Good team this year, a top four, four seed, seed in the year. tournament. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Um, yeah. So I think we can go ahead and wrap this up. I uh, just want to make sure we got together for a few minutes, just kind of talk about everything. Um, it's obviously, like I said, I'll end it with I'm very bummed for Travis Steele that this did not work out because I really enjoyed my time working with him. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed conversations with him. I enjoyed when I was on the road with the team the few times I was. He took time to talk to me and, you know, after media scrums, um, shook my hand in Charleston yeah. after they lost to Florida and they were bummed out and it was right before Thanksgiving and wished me a happy Thanksgiving for me and my family. Barely knew who I was. Right. Barely knew. Um, so I cannot wait to see what happens with him. I hope he lands on his feet. It might take a year or two, like you said. But wherever he goes, I'm going to root for that team um, and hope for the best for him. So, yeah, man, um, I'm excited I to think, see how this turns out. Yeah, I think that's it can be two and two, or they could be the same thing. I think you could be bummed for Travis Steele, the person, but happy for Xavier Basketball for the future, and that's a good way of putting a bow on it. Yeah, exactly. All right, man. Well, tourney starts, well, I guess, technically last night. Yeah. Tomorrow. The two first four wins. We've got games tonight. Um, we got some first fours, but yeah, tomorrow, the big day, pretty excited. You, uh, you pumped. Oh yeah. I'm ready. It's, uh, I think Friday afternoon. Let me pull it up here real quick while I got you here tomorrow. Tomorrow is a decent start. Um, you know, what does Carolina play Four thirty tomorrow. Okay. Against Marquette. Um, tomorrow, the afternoon schedule, I think Friday afternoons, the money spot, like that's like the ideal time slot tomorrow. Um, Starts with Michigan, Colorado State, South Dakota State, Providence, Memphis, Boise State, Norfolk State, Baylor. Or Norfolk State, Baylor is the first four games, which are three out of four pretty good games. Then you get to um, – then there's some good ones mixed in. But then you get Friday afternoon. Um, starts with Loyola, Ohio State, Auburn, Jacksonville State, Montana, State, Texas Tech, and then Yale and Purdue. Delaware, Villanova ends the first wave. But the second wave is what I'm talking about. Miami, USC, Notre Dame to Rutgers versus Alabama, Virginia Tech, Texas, Chattanooga, Tennessee, or Chattanooga, Illinois, and Cal State, Florida, and Duke. That Saturday, that Friday afternoon is the wave that should have a lot of good games. Um, it's great, man. The tournament, you just never know, right? You're hoping for upsets. You're hoping for close games. And it, it, they always start off slow, and then it happens like a whirlwind. Like, just like that, you look up on, on all four screens, there's a game that is tied with a minute left, and it's chaos. So, I can't wait. Yeah, I got to figure out how I'm going to – I'm working. So I got to figure out how I'm going to, I have the big TV, obviously in the basement. Yep. I might take the second TV from our bedroom and bring it down. Yeah. It's, <laughs> Maybe it's I'll fun. go to Best Buy tonight and buy like a hundred dollar, like 20 inch and yeah, put it down I mean, here. You got the March Madness app on your phone. That's, that's something you yeah. can do. So yeah. yeah I'll, 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 like Tim, your Wi-Fi is not really working well. Are you okay? Like, I'm Great. not feeling well. I'm not feeling yeah. well. Got a little cold and then boom, you're good. So, but I'm excited. We'll have some recaps for you this weekend. Um, probably Sunday or Monday, probably Monday um, after the first opening round week and preview this week 16 for you. But excited, best time of the year, best four days of college basketball. Um, before you know it, it'll be Sunday night. You'll be laying in bed being like, damn, you know, it's over. But hopefully your team, everybody's team's advances. Um, but other than that, that's all I got, man. Yeah, same here. 
All right, man. Well, I appreciate you jumping on for this emergency to discussion. Uh, we're going to get out of here. Uh, well, as I hear more that I'm allowed to say or can't or whatever, I'll make sure I keep everyone in the loop. But we are out. Have a good one.